Welcome to the Girls Leap Podcast, your resource to learn, earn, advance, and profit in your business. This podcast is for every woman entrepreneur who's aspiring to not only start a business, but grow exponentially. Subscribe now to receive amazing resources from high-performance leaders and continue listening to find out how you can get tips to take your business to the next level. Now, here's your host, Gloria Ward. Welcome back, ladies, to another Girls Leap. And today I sit down with Myri Morsi. Now, she is a soul guide and transformational therapist who has supported people for over 20 plus years who are navigating through their awakening, their healing, and their spiritual journeys. She carries a seasoned expertise as a licensed therapist, conflict resolution and trauma specialist, and she is a gifted spiritual seer and healer. And the reason why I wanted her to be a part of our Girls Leap is so that we can continue to, to tap into who we are and to tap into ourselves. She does great leadership and she's also a self-development coach. So I want you to take a listen. I want you to tap in and I want you to take some notes. Here is Myrie Morrissey. So one of the things that I wanted to get into, which I love that you do, Myrie, is the whole thing of awakening. And, and I know you do a practice. Is it called a practice? Uh, is it Kundalini? Kundalini, yeah. It's a Kundalini. Now tell me what that is. Yeah. So Kundalini is an energy that's a part of the awakening process. And maybe before we dive in there, we I, I just like to to define awakening as the way I see it. I have a really broad idea of awakening that's that's very inclusive. So awakening can mean it's really becoming conscious. It's becoming conscious of who you are and eventually becoming conscious of the deeper awareness or light or love or consciousness or divinity or nature that you see inside you that's also somehow beyond you. So many of us start with a psychological awakening. We recognize that we have, we first often wake up around our wounds, like, oh my God, I'm injured, I'm hurt. Why am I hurting? And we start to ask these questions and ignite a really important psychological awakening. Mm -hmm. And then there's a spiritual awakening that can have two kind of elements. One is this beautiful waking up to the fact that we're more than just a biological machine, right? That there's an energy, a spirit, a soul that's shining through us and expanding us. And some of us are blessed to kind of have a very powerful connection with that as a child. And we never forget that. And others of us come to it as an adult. And a spiritual awakening is when that awareness of who you are as consciousness whatever you call that you might be Jesus or Mother Mary or God or Buddha or it could be the quantum field it might be very scientific but it's whatever you call that infinity that sense that I am not just this human being but I am connected to something greater and wider than myself correct Right, so that's that's the field that I, I want to invite people into. And I'm sure that anyone who's listening to this podcast, Gloria, because you've walked this path, that your audience are already resonating with those kinds of awakenings. And so Kundalini is 
and a concept that comes from India. The word itself comes from Vedic language and it it speaks to this idea and that's also real that we're all born with a spark of the divine, the spark of um, divine conscious intelligent love inside us that's capable of healing and transforming us and awakening us and freeing us from, from pain and suffering and constraints. Okay. And in, in all of us, this energy was born at birth. And for most of us, it's located in the pelvic area mm -hmm. around, if you do yoga, the sacral chakra, root chakra area, the pelvis, the pelvic bowl. And for most of us, we're born with that energy and it is dormant. It's asleep. And many people can go through their whole lifetime with that energy asleep. Now, is it, are you born with it asleep or does something happen to make it go to sleep? Because, um, you know, we wrestle with this idea of what mindfulness is, mm -hmm. right? Because people tell you, oh, be mindful of things that are going around, uh, happening around you, and then you'll be able to make better decisions. If you're mindful of you know, people's behavior, then you can be detached from it and it really won't affect you, right? So having this Kundalini in us, is that something that we were born with dormant or something happened to make it dormant? Right, so that's a, that's a great question. And there's a couple of segues to answer that. So most people are born with it dormant I would say but it's changing quickly and I don't know uh, anyone who's listening to the podcast who's seen or has these amazing kids that are coming onto the planet that are so much smarter and more advanced and spiritually conscious and psychic and sensitive than we are they're coming in with some of that energy already active and some of us can come in naturally with that energy active and some of us can come in with it dormant but you start to, anyone who's got some kind of psychic gifts going on or deep kind of knowings has that energy activated a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's facilitating anything that's helping us to become conscious. And you'll find that as you do things in life, there are things that you can do that will cultivate the kundalini to kind of quicken, right? Like mercury quickens in that alchemical way, like meditation, yoga, mindfulness, anything that really, where you're really looking after your health and your body can start to create the conditions in your body that ripen that energy to activate. Mm -hmm. I like that. And um, as it relates to, you know, our audience, which is all women. One of the things that we um, talk about a lot, which I'm trying to get the women to be comfortable with, is the idea of shame, struggle, acceptance, vulnerability, mm. and um, self-love. Mm, beautiful. When we speak about these things, it is always a battle because you're, you're battling within, right? And one of the things that I like about what you said when I was doing some research on you is we battle with this inner critic, right? Yeah. 
um, we battle with ourselves, knowing that we know that there's something higher than us that's there, knowing what we possess inside, Myrie, how do we start to believe this thing where everything on the outside, including our own thoughts, mm. are contradicting what we feel inside, but we, our senses is telling us something different. Does that make sense? Yes, you're saying we f- you feel and you have this intuition inside that you there's got something. this intuition, you got this drive inside, but this inner critic is going on. Society is telling you something. You, you, you battling what your parents are saying. How are you supposed to awaken that when you have all of these things coming at you? Yeah, that's really great. That's a, such a great question. The thing I would say is most important is take some time and space and it doesn't have to be much. It can be five minutes on the toilet away from your kids, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like hiding out in the bathroom after a shower. Yeah. But that something that's and that's that you know is there that's worthy or valuable or wants to be expressed or is calling you in a direction in your life, I would call that a doorway, right? That that is a doorway to a whole lot more of that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can sometimes it can be really useful to to battle and speak back to that inner critic and examine it and start to see that. It's, it's opinions aren't valid. That's one approach. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be and it can be intended, but I would say get closer to the thing inside you that's calling you, moving you. That that it might just be a little spark that still says, I'm worthy, I'm meaningful, I have something that I'm here to give. And but not just to think about it, but to know, I would suggest, and people can do this while they're listening right now, is notice where in your body that little signal is that no one's been able to kill off. First of all, the fact that no one around you's been able to kill it off means that it's probably connected to something very powerful. And mine something is right powerful. here. Mine is right here, and like I feel like it's in my uterus or my stomach or something. It's like Bam. a burning desire there, right? And every time I think about that I can be more or better or it goes right there, right? Beautiful. And what's the feeling when you go right there, Gloria? I, lo- I can feel it vibrating as you're talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's hot, but it's like sharp, you know? And, and I say to myself when, when I'm working on stuff or I get excited mm-hmm. about stuff, it just, it, it gets really sharp where it's, it's not a pain, it's just a feeling, right? Mm. It, it's kind of like how they say, I got this feeling in my gut, right? Mm-hmm. I got this feeling in my gut where it just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up. And when you are on this journey, Myrie, the I won't say it's, it is difficult. The difficult thing is letting that, feeling that voice that thing become louder and louder and Mm -hmm. quieting down everything else because uh, the way that our lives are set up 
when I, I can, I can do all my mindfulness meditation, I can do everything, but when I open my eyes, woof. Yeah. I'm a mother. I'm a, you know, I'm a mother. I'm a sister. I'm a wife. I'm this, I'm that. I don't like this. I don't like that. I, you know, I have to do this. I have to do that. And that voice that you paid attention to for 10 minutes Mm. is now way back here. Yeah. So that's, that's so important, but what happens? So, cause I watch energy. Is it all right? I was watching your energy as you were connecting to that, to your womb and that, that sharp, strong energy. And what it did was your whole aura started lighting up, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, so so it was really activating a big mission, energy and love for you, right? And, and you're shining and your heart is like vibrating right now right. as we talk about it, right? So you and I are talking about it. So we're amplifying it, right? And it's mm-hmm. getting bigger. So, so there's, so, and it's kind of vibrating around you and almost like starting to feel more of your body. Mm-hmm. So one of the things to do is to is that, that that place in your womb or it might be someone else in your heart, it can become like a power place, like a power spot, right? Mm-hmm. That, but it's not so much in your head. It's like a place you constantly go to. It's like a reference point that holds you, especially when not, it feels like nothing else around you holds you. And it can be really good to have one friend, one person, one therapist, your dog, someone who, who, who loves this part of you also so you have that mirroring. But if you, if you were to feel it right now, it actually feels a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right, great. It and does. then. Yeah, great. So then feel into that more, Gloria, like bring your awareness, like your awareness is your power mm-hmm. and your awareness can amplify that. And so if we if we were just to do that, that's right. What that does. Yeah, I love what's happening in you. It's so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Is it builds a sense of self, a sense of core, a sense of power that's independent of all those things outside you and that's the thing we're not taught right and thank you right mm-hmm. right that's the thing we're not taught deliberately right and even in this conversation that is coming alive in you right because you found it it's connected it's going down your legs it's going right. to your heart it's, got, it's starting to infuse through your whole body because we want this power to be through our whole being mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then then what it starts to do is build an independent knowing over time that's more self-referenced and can hold against all of those other voices and pulls. And even when you're being a mother and being a wife and running a business, this thing can be guiding and infusing you. And the more you kind of nurture it, the bossier it gets. You want it to get a bit bossy, right? right? That's right. That's right. You know, and, and, and it pulls you. Uh, I, I was talking to the ladies this morning when I do an inspiration in 30 every day. And I was telling them, while you're walking this journey, you're going to experience new things. People and your friends and family, they're going to want to wheel you back into what's comfortable, right? Yeah. You're going to get an eye opener about how you handle money, right? You're also going to get an eye opener about what you say to yourself every day. You got to be able to 
stand firm in who the person that you are becoming in order for you to continue along the journey so that you can become that. And that is that voice that's in you, that feeling, that desire, that, that thing that you feel, allow that to have its own voice and get louder. Because it's like what you said, Mary, which I love, it starts to handle the things on the outside for you. So you yeah. stop caring about what people think. You stop worrying about how things are gonna get done. Not saying that, you know, your ego gets in the way. You have this, I don't care attitude and you drop everything. But life becomes more of, I am going to do what I want to do. That's in the best interest of me. And it's not me being selfish, but I know if I take care of me, then I'll be able to take care of everyone else. If I run myself ragged, I'm not helping anyone. Right. But if I can get in touch, Mm -hmm. like you said, now I can deal with all of these things and it's coming from a more powerful place. Absolutely. And it it will build the more you kind of get to know that and use it and even just follow tiny messages and tiny guidance, you're going to strengthen it and build more and more resilience around this. And the other thing I want to say about this, and you probably know this as well, is when you start to get to know this power, energy, consciousness, this deeper part of you, you in a way fall in love with it and and I know this is a podcast about falling in love I'm I'm in love with it now yeah Yeah. that's I right now I can Mm -hmm. feel that as you say that like Mm -hmm. my heart is like going oh because I can feel the depth of that and I think in a way it's easier to fall in love with that deeper power energy that deeper consciousness of who we are sometimes than it is to fall in love with our personality right it can take time and work uh, to fall in love there but but to fall in love like with that energy consciousness that's moving you Mm -hmm. that will lead you to embrace and fall in love with everything else about you in your humanness absolutely and so when this critic comes up when Mm -hmm. this negativity comes up while we're on this path how do we how do we handle that and also how do we nurture this so that it can get stronger because yeah. I, I think that's where people fall off it's like you get excited about it right you mm-hmm. know that there's something more you get in touch with yourself a month later you don't know what the hell happened right and you're telling yourself you have to start from ground zero When the critics come, how do we manage that? Yeah. So one of the things to know about the critic is that they often show up most on a growing edge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when they're the loudest, the nastiest. That's when they're trying every trick they've got in their book. It's right where you're about to take a step forward. It might be a small step. It might be to go do something new or put yourself out in the world or do a Facebook Live or launch a business or a program. That's where you're going to see it most often so to uh, it's one of the things to to question about with when the critic comes up is am I about to do something really important 
right? That's the first thing to know because that means you're about to do something really valuable that you actually want that's meaningful for you. I love so that. First, right? So first of all, that's going to help you to know, okay, what well, I'm actually about to do something valuable, right? Not something crap, right, that this voice is telling me, but something that, so that can help you to kind of stay close to what you want. The other thing I think that can be really helpful to do is to question the critic, Right, because it's used to just getting its way, especially if we had a critical parent or a critical culture or a critical education system, then that critic has the perspective of the person or the education system or the of or the culture that it's using against you. So yeah. so for example. I used to have a critic that was always telling me that nothing I did was good enough, which was ridiculous because it, it simply wasn't true, but it was always saying that and like trying to push me towards perfectionism. And I, when I really looked at that critic, it was, it was adults in my family, right? They grew up in generation after generation of generation of, of kind of, I suppose, self-hatred at some level, right? Yeah. Wow. Right, and then that self-hatred came out at times around in their words and language, especially when I was a child and I was vulnerable or my differences or my weirdness or, mm-hmm. or, the, or the ways that I was different from other people. And so sometimes you have to really tell that critic off very hard, right? That if, it's, if it is hammering you with a, this kind of like really intense energy, I say to my clients, let's speak to it that way because it's not used to that right and and sometimes they say let's use the f word right drop an f bomb or two with that critic and like really like no I'm not available to criticism anymore I do not believe anything that you say this is the beginning of the change in our relationship right some of these critics you have to really hit back at some of you need to kind of dismantle them Mm -hmm. And occasionally, but we're not so much talking about those critics right now because most of the critics, I think you're talking about a shaming critics. Correct. And, you know, like personally, I get up every day, I'm grateful and I'm happy and I'm excited. And then I look at my, my board and where I want to go and I look and, and, then, and then it comes up. Are you doing enough? Are you working as hard as you can? you know, uh, you could do more. Um, why, you know, uh, we, you could be doing much better than what you're doing. Uh, you're spending too much time uh, doing one thing where you should be doing another. How come you're not working as hard as you can, right? And, and, I, and I've been battling with that. And I told the ladies, I've been battling with that for over two months now. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, where is that coming from? Yeah. Why are you why are you getting up every day and it's the same thing like well you got to get this done and and then you sit down but but the battle is and I told them because you know they were laughing because they understood the routine is you get up walk the dogs get your cup of tea sit down you know, uh, uh, do your own inspiration, meditation, uh, read something inspirational, get your mind ready, come to them, let them know what I learned, give them some uh, inspiration, basically paying it forward. And then you go on with the work day, right? 
And so I tell you, Myrie, uh, we were laughing because uh, they were saying how, you know, Gloria, I have my routine now where I'm trying to, you know, get up early. And when I sit down and I try to read something inspirational, it always seems like something is getting in the way. And I said, nine times out of 10 is you, <laughs> right? That's getting in the way. And because what you're telling yourself when you're reading that book is all the things that you have to do today, mm. right? You're not reading, you're reading words, but you're not reading for comprehension because you're thinking about what you gotta do. You're thinking about how much money you have. You're thinking about how much money you don't have and what you need, right? So you're not tapping into that, 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 that feeling and that energy that will help you grow. It's kind of like you're going through the emotions, but then you have that voice that says, see, I don't know why you get up and do this every day where you do the same thing, right? It's that critic, right? Yeah. Here you are again doing this. So, so I was telling them, we got to be able to find a way to speak to this person because mm-hmm. they also showing, they also telling you that you should be ashamed about what happened to you. You are not worthy. You know, uh, 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 you supposed to help family members and be there. How selfish of you if you say no. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a yeah. sharp one, isn't you it? You know that what one I'm saying? Like, yeah, that one really gets. You know me. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but but this is this is like what we call the battle of the mind. When you're trying, not trying, when you're on a journey to becoming who you really are, all of these things come up. Yes. But, but if you live the life that you were living, right? You don't get shit because all of those voices and everything talk to you every day and it's so unconscious, you don't even hear them. Right? That's right. That's but you right. get the mindfulness, like you said, you get that awakening and that awareness. And now you have to train yourself, like you said, to talk to it. Right? Exactly. And one of the things like the critic that you were saying that you have when you get up in the morning that says you're not doing enough, you have to do more, you're not working hard enough, what are you doing? Like in one of the things like you can ask that voice is what's your intention? Like like what's your intention? Like invest, like why are you speaking to me like this? Mm -hmm. And like if you were to ask it in the moment, Gloria, what would it say? Oh, I I could tell you exactly what it is because it's on my mirror as an affirmation. Mm -hmm. Because my grandmother always told me that I have to be the best. Um, and I because love you. I was always the best. I was always mm-hmm. the best in school. I was always the best this, and I was always the best that. I always got a lot of awards. I, I always got a lot of that. It's right there. And, yeah. and I read it every day. And, and I know, and I discovered that that's probably what it is because yeah. I say that a lot. Yeah, so I want to love your grandma. She said, what was her name, your grandma? Edda. Edda. So I want to honor, oh, thank you, Edda, for loving Gloria and 
setting her on a path and your grandma was right for a long time and I I want to acknowledge your grandma was trying to give you a better life in a culture in a country that's got a terrible history correct right Right? she was she wanted to help lift you up Mm -hmm. right and that's a very noble thing to do Mm -hmm. and and it worked, right? It got you to this point in time, right? Yep. Where you are a success and you're sharing your success. So you fulfilled everything that Edda's, Edda asked of you. And now I would say that, and to that part of you that holds that belief, that little girl that learned to be the best, however she is, it's time for her to retire. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right? That gorgeous little girl, I want to say, you were an amazing success. You knocked it out of the ballpark in every single way. And I'm sure Edda is, wherever Edda is, she's like as proud as punch. And that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. That is exhausting, little one, to that little girl, right, to, to mm-hmm. her. She's actually the one that needs to be liberated because she's the one that's holding that energy in the in the system and even as we're kind of talking I can feel like everything kind of softening Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's possible even in this moment to that I want to what I would say to that little girl who learned I have to be the best is that she succeeded and and but also in that succeeding there were gifts and beauties and creativity that she didn't get to follow right Mm -hmm. because of the need to be the best Mm -hmm. and by helping this little one to retire she and and to heal Mm -hmm. she can reset and actually activate more gifts for gloria like gloria more more depth more width Right, that she can actually start to share her treasures in Gloria's life. And one of the things that I actually did a video about this, I'll pop it on Instagram in the next few days, is sometimes mm-hmm. it can be helpful to imagine. And I was talking about this as a client yesterday. She was saying the same thing. I have to show up, be the best. I have to strive. She comes from an immigrant background, right, where it's mm-hmm. so important when you're an immigrant to, to make it. That's right. And then... I said to her, what if you, what if, if it was okay for you to fall behind in a moment, in this moment, if you could just close your eyes and let yourself not be ahead of everyone and not be the best, what if you could just fall behind and see what that allows you to discover and find in yourself? That's scary. Yeah. (laughs) scary right Mm -hmm. but it's only a moment we're not necessarily stopping everything outside but it's but even that moment that if we were just to be there with that fear it's scary right and we want to honor the generations behind that never even had that opportunity right right, to ask this question because it was never safe and even just kind of being there and resting with and allowing the body to process the fear right because mm-hmm. if and then if we allow ourselves just to have a moment we're allowed to be left behind just for a breath or a few minutes or five minutes often what happens is more of us shows up right right mm-hmm. more fullness more expansiveness more quirkiness more delightfulness more just who you who you are right. more your human right. goodness yeah. and, and wonder 
And one of the things that I've discovered is often by letting yourself just fall behind in a moment and just even have that breather. It's like, first of all, it's like a reset, right? Right. Happening even, even in this moment. But it's also often in that moment, that's where the inspiration for your business is. Or exactly. an idea is or a gem is. And if you can just scoop that up and take it with you and do whatever weird, strange thing it's asking you to do, you end up ahead of exactly. those ahead. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I was, you know, that's what I was trying to get across this morning. Like, you have to be able to, you know, um, confront that that inner critic, that person that is shaming you, that person that is telling you who's going to listen anyway, and that you're not popular and all this stuff in order for you to start to become who you really are. And, you know, just like how you discovered in a few minutes, where did that come from, right? And I, and I know exactly where it comes from, but a lot of women don't. They, you know, they say, well, I don't know. And then when they dig deeper, they found out that it came from a parent or a kid in school who, told them that they were ugly and they believed it and digested it right and so now you're 50 (laughs) and you're still trying to figure out why you have to put on makeup to go to the store right and you just can't you just can't believe people don't go outside without makeup on right because someone in school told you that you were ugly yeah And so now I say, you know, to them, you know, we have to be able to embrace this inner critic, embrace this thing that's telling you that you're shameful and sit with it and know and tell it that it's not true. It's kind of like what one of our coaches said, you have to learn how to become your own best friend. Yes. You know, you have to be able to love on yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted to get across in this conversation because it's a little bit difficult as women are walking this journey to stick with it because the, the critic and the shame and the perfectionists and all these things that are coming down, right, takes over where they have to start all over again. And so having tools that will help along the way to strengthen that voice, that that energy that you have in you will allow them to at least go one more day, right? Yeah. To go one more day. So tell us your website, how we can get in contact with you. And I know you do some coaching too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I've loved this conversation and the beautiful sort of deep energy we've cultivated together. I also wanted to say that what I could do to help your ladies is I could make a a meditation, like really short, like seven minutes. Oh, wow. Yes. Thank you. That That they could download. And as a way of getting into that deeper energy, that deeper place each day and connecting with their strength and their power, just a Mm. way to kind of familiarize and amplify that and it could be something they do before an interview or a launch or anything like that I can do that I'll I'll go away and think about that just putting it out there for you ladies Mm -hmm. 
So I have a website, marie.com.au. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. If you put, pop my name in, you can find that. And I think that'll probably be in the, in the maybe in the links as well. Mm-hmm. I actually have um, a class this Friday, US time on deep soul love, like moving from skin deep to soul deep self-love. Mm-hmm. That's on this, this weekend. And then I have, I have a monthly masterclass that is that has that gives you a different toolbox a different tool for your toolkit your toolbox every month and I also have for anyone going through some kind of spiritual awakening uh, a kundalini program that's that's really that starts again in May and a big mastermind in August for anyone who's here to be a leader in any way when business um healing education any kind of leadership that's my passion I feel like I'm here to to lift people up to do their mission and to do the thing that they they really came here to do but I think like you Gloria my deepest my deepest calling is for people to to see their great beauty and incredible worth around who they are in this moment that just who they are is gorgeous and for them to fall in love with themselves. That is really one of my deepest intentions as well. And it's also for anyone listening out there, I offer scholarships to everything. Okay. Especially, especially for, for, for women of color mm-hmm. and black folk, that's part mm-hmm. of my mission. So if anyone's listening, they think, oh, I'd like to do something and I don't have the resources, just reach out. Okay, definitely. Myrie, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed our conversation. Mm-hmm. I really did. So there you have it, ladies. And, you know, we'll wait on the meditation. Go visit her website. Please add her on social media. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Girls Leap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and visit our website, girlsleap.com, where you can find more amazing content and tips to grow your business. If you're interested in 10Xing your business, join our Girls Leap membership program to connect with our expert coaches. Until next time, thanks for listening.